podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to USG2 Rangers nil. Uh, not one thing worked tonight. Um, Gio got it wrong in my opinion. The players were terrible and unfortunately I have to say that we are lucky to get out of there. Only 2-0 down. Uh, thank you very much for listening and we'll speak to you on Friday. Uh, I am your host Scott Carney uh, and joining me is Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you? Um... That was good. not very well after watching that, to be honest, Carney. And so we'll obviously get into it, but I'm sorry if, if that's if if that's the way Rangers play to try and get into the Champions League, we don't deserve to be anywhere near the Champions League with that standard of football tonight. And um it's uh, it's disappointing. It's from a team that we'll get into it, Carney, but I'm uh, not overly happy. We'll say that. Not overly happy, no, definitely not. And Ryan, how are you, mate? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> boys, that is a tune you'll be hearing if we do not get our act together. Um, aye, not great, mate, not great, wasn't it? It was a very hard watch this evening, but let's get into this, uh, It might only be half time in the tie, but it's definitely back to the drawing board for me because that just is nowhere near what you expect. Not good at all. Um, the starting 11 tonight, McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Lundstrom, Jack, Kamara, Tillman, Matondo and Cholak. Ali, in te- when I seen the team uh, and I seen Sands, I expected us to go with our usual shape. I-, I didn't really see why we would have to take, and no disrespect to them, I, I know they're a decent enough team, but I didn't think that we had to take their Line up or their formation too much into consideration. I know we're there trying to do the let's just get it back to Ibrooks thing. When I seen the way we lined up, mate, I, honestly, at, at first I thought, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, as soon as the team lineup came out and I seen, I seen Jack lose some Kamara straight away. I said, that's Rangers not wanting to lose a game. And Ryan might put in the group chat. <laughs> Don't be too negative or something, but that's what it. That's what they were trying to do, Rangers. And I, I get it to a point, but I mean, you'll get into it, Carney. They're not. They deserve to beat us. They deserve to beat us by more than two goals tonight. But they were an average team. I thought. I thought. I mean, you come. I thought Rangers for the first twenty minutes were decent, controlled the game, and just just fell away. To be honest, and never recovered from it. But I I didn't like the shape. Um, the back. With Sands in there, we knew he would play because Suter wasn't there. Davies obviously hasn't up to scratch, but the, the the midfield of Jack Kamara and Lundstrom for me, and I know Lundstrom drops deep, but I don't like it. They do the same fucking job, to be honest, so <laughs> it's a no for me. Yes, Ryan, uh, we get slaughtered, mate, for being negative about the Livingston game, and don't think many people can really come at us for the negativity tonight, because generally, mate, from Quite early on in the match, I think we all seen this isn't working. 
Nah, it wasn't working for the for the lineup, Carney. Um, I was the exact same as Ali. Even though I put that, don't be negative. That was more a kind of a laugh at some of the comments we had. And again, what did you I, call? I probably... What did you call uh, Jack and Kamara? Jack, Jack and Kamara. Kamara. I never, I never, I never want to see Jack Kamara again because, <laughs> as Ali just said, they do the exact same job. Both good footballers, first team starters for Rangers, not together. And if you're dropping Lundstrom, who does pretty much the same job, I I get that when you're playing Dortmund or Leipzig. And no offence to this team, they were better on the night. Like There's no arguments about the result. I'm actually happy that it was 2-0 at the end up, which is tells you everything about the performance this evening. But you don't play three CDMs against a team like that. For me, there was a lack of inventiveness going forward. There's a lack of direct football as Ali said, you can't put it any better. They all do the same job. And when I seen that midfield, I just thought, ah, Gio, you've not got this right. But I've always got faith that Gio will change it and he'll, he'll tinkle the team during the match. But I know we'll come into that because you're going to kind of dissect it a bit more. But off in the wrong foot, straight away again. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> do we have to? Um, into the match itself, um, both teams kind of started just kind of sussing each other out, to be honest. Rangers had lined up with a three at the back when we were in attack with Lundstrom dropping deep um, and then a kind of back five in defence. Um, obviously, Lundstrom lining up with Golden and Sands at the back. We, we did get a few early shots from goal. One from a, a Borna free kick. Um, we keep our does save. One from a long-range effort from Sands after... Pretty good work by Tav out on the right hand side. He showed a, a great a great touch um, to keep the ball in play. Both efforts were saved. <coughs> Excuse me, Tillman has an effort from distance again. Um, he did start very bright. Great touch on him, and you can see he's a very intelligent player. But Ali, the first twenty minutes, it was safe to say it was a bit of a cagey affair. But again, though, mate, in the back of my mind, I'm going. We are, we are still showing, and I know I've got a cheek to say this because we've just been beat 2-0 by them. They were better on the night, and as I, I get that, but I just think we showed them far too much respect. Yeah, first 15, 20 minutes, I thought we controlled most of the game without really doing anything, to be honest. I thought Tillman was the only bright light in that first 15, 20 minutes. He was trying to make things happen. You can tell as a player there, but... As if I'm off back to Saturday there in the first half against Livingston, and it's side to side, nobody willing to grab the game, no creativity. And I tell you what, for a guy that gets slagged quite a lot by Rangers fans, Ryan Kent. What I would have done for Ryan Kent tonight, by the way. And I was, I was, I was actually saying to the, the lads around tonight watching it here. I even said I would have brought Scott Wright on at one point, just mm. something to add a bit of creativity because. There was nothing apart from Tillman. There was absolutely nothing, and we just, like I say, after the first twenty minutes, we I thought we we controlled it without doing anything. We just fell completely away, and they grew into that game. That team, and obviously, we know arms. Yeah, Ryan, it did look like we were trying to play again. Tacticians will slaughter me, but it looked like we were trying to play almost inverted wingers. With Matondo moving a wee bit closer to um, Trolak and Tillman almost playing in that left-hand side. In order for, obviously, Barisic and Tav to get up and down. But it it just didn't work. No, it wasn't working. It was, it was a lot it was to do with... I, I kind of get obsessed with when I see the Rangers centre-halves taking three, four, five touches on the ball. 
it always makes me think people are not doing their job in front of them. There's no movement in front of them. There's not. There's, they're just not happy with the with the options in front of them. Um, and usually at that point we'll go for the long ball for Kent. Obviously Kent wasn't there as Ali said. It just didn't. There was just something so disjointed with the team. And as you say, like Matondo, it didn't. It didn't work. It didn't work tonight. And that is probably got to be a concern for Gio because that's the kind of game I would expect a right winger to work for. Did he? prevent Tav from doing his usual job where he needs that freedom up and down the, the right-hand side, I don't know. But um, it was just so disjointed and it was because the combinations weren't up there, the left or the right, we found ourselves passing to the centre-mids constantly who then just did the exact same job as they did it all game. It was just like these simple passes and even at times we were losing the ball it was just because we just didn't know what to do with it. We didn't have any, any clue what to do on the ball and off the ball. It was I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a positive, but there wasn't one. There really wasn't one, and that sounds it's shocking to be fair. But at the same time, the way they played in the first half against Livingston, that was a carbon copy. We just well, I said on Saturday, we go long periods without creating anything, and by God, we went a long time without creating a chance tonight. That's for sure. Can I just oh, well, quickly? Yeah, sorry, call me. sorry, Carly. I, I mean, Ryan made a good point there about. We for some reason start slowing games in the first half, and it takes us. That this isn't new. We did this last season. Remember, yep. we went umpteen games in the first half where it was the same movie you watched, slow, laboured, and then they got a kick up the arse and came out. So this isn't new for Rangers, and it it's worrying that we're in a yeah. new season again, and it's the same stuff again. I think what's yeah. even more worrying than that is that the kick up the arse didn't happen tonight. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it didn't. It, the, the, I don't think. There was any great improvement from the first to the second half. Honestly, I don't. Um, honestly. Uh, but the, and then the best move of the game actually comes from USG. Um, I do think after the kind of first 20 minutes, they were trying to suss us out and they just decided to up the tempo and we couldn't cope. They really couldn't cope. They continuously identified our left-hand side as being the weakest point. Uh, and saying that, the best chance does come. Lundstrom gets caught out. He's just a wee bit too far up. I don't give... I know Lundstrom's got a lot of credit in the bank. It's not particularly his fault. Lundstrom's not a centre half and he's not a right back. So he's getting asked to do a job that he doesn't usually do. He gets caught out. It's going to happen from time to time. Sands does do enough just to put off kind of two USG players as they come flying in and the ball goes wide. And then a minute later, it's 1 0 to USG. Um, they seem to, as I say, just to up the tempo. They get in down the left. They get a wee bit fortunate, to be honest, with the fall of the ball. It drops near enough to the edge of the box. The shot takes a slight deflection going through, uh, and it's enough to stop McLaughlin getting anything on it. Um, without making him a whipping boy, uh, but I'm probably going to, uh, with Borna Barisic, uh, he has to do better. He just has to do better. And it was a sign of things to come for the rest of the entire game, pretty much until he was subbed. And if I'm going to be really harsh, Ryan, McLaughlin has to do better than that. Slight deflection or not, he has to do better. Yeah, I think this evening's not... This, the, I agree with you. It's not a night to, to pinpoint one individual because collectively as a team, we were so poor this evening. But it's just an example of them not doing their job. We've seen this with Borna before. I've been not banging the drum, but I just, you know, I'm not a fan of him. I don't rate Borna Barisic one bit. I think I'm so glad that, that Gio has went into the market and and bought this left back, uh, Yilmaz, but yeah, he doesn't do his job. He needs to put his shoulder on and lean on this boy and be a bit a bit tougher. 
he doesn't do it. He, I don't know many times get caught out this evening and and not made and whatever. And McLaughlin doesn't cover his own glory. We just don't deal with with the crossover. And um, yeah, it's it's a as a I, I kind of went on to single born. I know I did there, but I'm saying as a as a team we didn't do our job. Sands could maybe it wasn't Sands, was it Jack? It was Jack, wasn't it? Yeah, he I think got it the drop before Borna. I think he could have done better as well. Mm-hmm. We just didn't do our job defensively. And yeah, McLaughlin for me, I know it takes a slight deflection. I think he'll be very disappointed in his, his position. He should have his body behind that shot. That should be quite a simple uh, palm away for him. And it just it summed us up the way it was going because I do think we got light away with one, as you said, the Lundstrom. I think we got a light, got off of that one. So the goal was coming, unfortunately, and, and they took the lead. Yeah, Ali D. They are fast. Once they break the lines, you can see that they've got a bit of pace, but it was still not enough to really be concerning me. And this goal, I mean, we probably will nitpick it because that's what we do, but I, I do just feel everybody does their job a wee bit better. That goal doesn't happen. Yes, a calamity that goal, to be honest, with a wee warning sign just before. As I was watching it unfold, sitting with, with Tommy and... and on score up here, I was saying they're going to score, and it just happened in front of my eyes because I could see what was happening. Bonnet Barisic again, and you know what, single guys out doesn't cover himself again in glory. Ryan Jack for me, I know he's your boy, Carney, but again, he was shocking. He was shocking, way off it, and I, I, I put him down in that goal. He could have dealt with it too. And McLaughlin, I it takes a nick, possibly should save it, but. It shouldn't even come to that at that point. We should be dealing with balls like that. And it was coming. And it was worrying because after that, we just looked shaky. We looked shaky at the back all the time. Even yeah. when we changed the second half, we looked shaky again. And it's, mm-hmm. it's extremely worrying, this back line, because I don't know where we go from here with it. I really don't. But it was... Um, no, it wasn't a good goal to concede. But again, I've seen the movie umpteen times with this Rangers team, and it's the same same thing I've seen. <clears throat> I think Sands done well in spells. He made a couple of good tackles. He did, but I mean, after that, and I, again, just because of how shaky we did look, just everybody seemed to. The only one that really still to seem quite confident was Goldson. I think in defence, he seemed still thinking it unaffected by it, but. Barisic, Sands, Lundstrom to a certain extent, even Tavernier, I thought all defensively looked like they could could, could be got at, and they and I think USG were aware that they'd had us they had us on the back foot, um, which is it's disappointing. It really is. Um, just after that, Tillman does put a dream of a chip ball into the box. Cholak doesn't get his head on it. Um, in my opinion, he has to. Uh, but it's the first bit of decent service he's had up to that point in the game. Barisic and Sands then get caught out again down the left-hand side. A great tackle by Tavis. Time stops it from being 2-0. Uh, as I say, safe to say at this stage, Borna has given me the absolute fear. Um, they get a half chance again from a deep cross, from a free kick, very similar to the one against Levy at the weekend, but the, the US player, USG player even can't get a good enough connection with it. Ali, we get to half-time with it being um, 1-0. Jack and Kamara were non-existent. Uh, Kamara is not an attacking midfielder. Uh, is Ben Davies fit? 
uh, all these things running through my head, mate. Uh, and I still am going to resort back to it. And it's not the last time I'll see it in this pod. I just think Geo put far too much thought behind us and how much we altered our game to try and combat them. Yeah, it's out of jail at half time of 1 0, to be honest. But I did think going into the at half time, we can't play like that in the second half, surely. And surely you'll cheat. Ah, I know we laugh now because we know what happened, but it's like surely you can see what we are seeing in terms of you'll change it. Sands for me was on a booking. I would have changed him. And um, I think he was lucky to stay in the park if I'm being if I'm being honest with myself. I think he could have went to night Sands at one point. Um Barisic, she could have hooked him. I would have hooked any one of the central midfielders, put Tielman in the middle and put somebody out wide like a Scott Wright, or I would even put Matondo out on the left and put Scott Wright on the right. Matondo, <sighs> Matondo had nothing tonight, and that's worrying. Absolutely nothing. Um, but yeah, he didn't make any changes, Carly, and that, again, that's worrying. It's worrying that maybe he thinks, well, maybe it'll give him 10, 15 minutes and we're only 1-0 down, it's not the end of the world, but I'd be looking at that team we are playing and going, they're there to be got at. They really are. And we're a lot better than what we're playing. So he didn't tinker with it like he did against Livingston when he changed it. And it did make an effect and he didn't do it. So to me, that that was a worry. Yeah, thoughts at half time, um, Ryan. Uh, everybody knows that obviously Jacko's my boy, mate. But man, he was, as Ali says, he was miles, miles off it. Absolutely. Uh, so poor. Him and Kamara, as you said, mate, in the midfield just doesn't work. And yeah, Matondo, do we give him the benefit of the doubt? He has been carrying a knock. He's just kind of came back, first competitive game. And he's kind of getting played in a in an area of the park where there was not going to be any space due to the due to the formation that Gio decided to go with. Yeah, in terms of Jack, you, you know, we've obviously had loads of messages on the, the chat over summer and stuff, and I've got... I'll get concerns around Jack long-term anyway because I can't remember the last time he played 90 minutes for us. There's just something not right with him. I don't know. There's just I don't see it being a kind of... Ryan Jack being a solution for Rangers in the midfield. Um, in terms of the new signings, they've all, they're all, they've all got plenty of time for me. They will, they'll be judged on games like this, yeah, for sure. There's there's no doubt about that. But for me, yeah, Matondo just he gets away with it. He's been out injured at sea squat. Second competitive, no, first competitive game. First competitive, game. first competitive game. Yeah, he just nah. Uh, he's he gets away with it as does Cholak. Anyone else? Tillman. This team will take time to jail. They're not with a new club, and you don't. This is why I hate the Champions League qualifiers. You do not get time to jail. You do not get time to get the momentum and get up to speed before you know it. You are two 0 down to Malmo or two 0 down to USG. These games come thick and fast and. I've not. I'm not sitting here thinking. I've got any. I know I kind of slated Suter a bit at the weekend, but he did play poorly. And I know he's got personal circumstances, which I've read whether they're true or not. But all these signings, I've got plenty of time yet before I'm getting concerned or worried about him. But Matondo did not have a good game tonight. But yeah, it's one of those ones. Just hopefully gets a bit of fitness after tonight and plays on Saturday and shows us what he can do because he's definitely a player in there of what I've seen. Yeah, I would go along with that, mate. Um, into the into the second half. No changes, um, as I mentioned, no change of shape either. Um, I'm going to pause here for dramatic effect because the first 10 minutes of the second half, nothing happened. I mean, literally nothing happened. It was just 
I'll, I'll actually, that's what I mean, even tonight, it was not a good game of football to watch. Um, even like as a neutral watching that, you'd be going, that's is not a good game at all. They had flashes of moments and they've got a few good players. There was a boy on the left that was playing for them. I didn't take his name down. thought he looks quite tidy. He turned Glenn Kamara inside out about four times. Um, I thought he looked pretty tidy. But again, they, they, weren't, they weren't a great team and it wasn't like a, a, a kind of, free-flowing game really at all um, USG then get down our left again, chip ball um, kind of diagonal chip ball Barisic and Sands all at sea um, the cross comes in, Lundstrom does enough to make the USG miss the, the, miss the target with the header um, USG go close again with a shot from the edge of the box um, certainly made McLaughlin have a wee think about it at this point I think we're all screaming um, for Gio to at least change the shape as it clearly wasn't working resort back to a 4 feet 3 3 do something different because they were just beginning to pile on pressure and pile on pressure uh, and then yeah we eventually get the eventually got a substitution um, 67 minutes it's Borna comes off uh, and is placed by Ridvan. Uh, Jack is subbed off for Ben Davis, moving Lundstrom into the middle of the park. And I'll just keep going, lads, because obviously we've got quite a bit to break down uh, as we go. Um, the best move for us comes in the 68th minute. Um, it still doesn't lead to a shot on target, however. Uh, but it's a, the first bit of quality in the game that was from Kamara and probably the only bit of quality he had in the game. Uh, he slips in Cholak, he fires it across goal. There's absolutely nobody there for the tapping, uh, but it was still a positive move. And I was thinking, okay, here we go. Then there's a bit of an onslaught of shots by USG, um, two of them of which produced very good saves by uh, McLaughlin. I think McLaughlin does really well with the two of them. And then the game stopped um, for a block uh, and it's reviewed by VAR. The ref then goes to have a look, which gives me the fear straight away because I know he's about to give a penalty. Uh, and yeah, Ali, it might be the rules of the game. I am a wee bit unsure of how, what Conor Goldson's meant to do in that situation. It looks like there's going to be a clash of bodies. How can you say what's a natural position and what, what isn't? However, in the rules of the game just now, it's a penalty, according to reports, and I don't want to sound like I'm wearing a tinfoil hat mate but I do think it was harsh I didn't even have to watch the penalty mate because I knew fine well what was about to happen yeah as soon as it went to VAR and let's talk about VAR, VAR wasn't working in the first half first half yeah on. that's what that and that was that thing at the start wasn't it I, like because the ref went over and said to everybody that VAR won't be on see yeah. when it gets switched on I didn't even know it was switched on at that point until he got like, no, no VAR's no, operating again no, no, well, that's, that's definitely getting done with VAR <laughs> but it was um, <laughs> as soon as he went to the wee monitor penalty um, it is a pen in the letter of the law it's a penalty so we're not, we're not going to sit here and Grumble says not a penalty. It is a penalty. I'd be calling for it if it was another end. It's it, it's it's one of these rules, Carney, that I don't like it because what's Goldson meant to do with his hands? I mean, he's kind of falling down. There's not much he can do with it. But the letter of the law is it's a penalty, and that's what that's what it is at the end of the day. So we just need to take a medicine with that. And like, I was exact same as you, Carney. When the boy stepped up, I went. We know how this goes. He'll put this away. And he did coolly, to be fair to him. Good penalty with the boy. And at 2-0, I'm going, this is a massive mountain for us to climb. And even at that point, I'm thinking, can we actually hold on to a 2-0? Because all over... <laughs> and we never looked like scoring. I never thought we'd score. I thought they could maybe get another one. Um, but on the penalty, it's a penalty, unfortunately. But it is a penalty. 
<laughs> Ryan, would you be calling that if that was the other side of the pitch? Would you be calling for a penalty for that? I don't know. I, I mean, in first, glance, <laughs> uh, in first glance, I didn't, I didn't see it. Uh, it seems like a daft joke. It is the rule, obviously. I know it is, but God, man, talk about getting a kick in the stones when you're down. I'd definitely be calling for it. I'd be calling for it if it hit anywhere. I'd be calling <laughs> for it because I love a penalty to Rangers, you know that. Yeah, um, as soon as I seen the first replay and the referee was standing on the pitch, obviously speaking to his, speaking to the, the VAR team, I said to my dad, this is a penalty. I said, under the, the laws, that's a penalty, even though I said they deem that as a, an unnatural position, the way he's got his hand up. Even though it's unavoidable, they'll deem it as an unnatural position and it's a penalty. And as soon as he went over to look at it, same as you and Ali, I was like, that, he's going to give it. That's for him to just have that double check there, obviously saying to him in the rear, it's a penalty, go and have a look, see what you think. And um, it's something night up, it's something night up. But for me, I think the big moment before that was, that, as you said, when Cholak went through and pl- fired that ball across goal, that was the first moment, I don't know if you've got a time noted down there, that was the first moment I thought Rangers showed a tiny bit of urgency almost at an intention to score a goal. And I was like, all right, okay, we're kicking into gear here. But it's almost as if USG thought, right, we'll just up the gears here and we'll go for it because they started going for another goal. And you know what? They got it and they deserved it because there was only one team scoring a second goal, unfortunately. And I'm I'm with Ali. Yes, it's negative. Stick it in the comments if you don't agree with it. But I didn't see scoring. I did not see scoring. We just looked as if we didn't believe in ourselves. We didn't. Every player looked like with just a lack of intention to to challenge this team, and it's it's worrying because again, credit to them they won the game, but USG didn't frighten me. They didn't look at a team that I was like really really worried about. I was worried about us more. That's perfect, mate. That's exactly it. That's that that this podcast and I'm, and I not show me it was us that I was worried about, wasn't them? Uh, and yeah, uh, it was 68 minutes, by the way, um, when we first decided to actually play a bit of football tonight, um, which is, I mean, you're going to get what you deserve when you do that uh, at this level. Um, we did make a double change straight after it. Tillman goes off with Matondo, who both were even less effective in the second half than they were the first, replaced by Wright and Lawrence. Law- uh, Wright tries his best, um, huffs and puffs. He actually charged forward about 50 <clears throat> about fifty yards with the ball and then filled a USG player while doing that. And I was like, well, if that's not going to sum this night up, then I don't know what is. Um, and then they should be three up. Sloppy pass by Golton in the middle of the pitch. Again, though, I, 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 I don't want to cut some people some slack, but I don't know, Golton, what else is he meant to do? I mean, he's he's past the, the kind of semi-circle in, in their half. Nobody's shown for that ball, so he's like, I'm going to need to go backwards here. He gets caught in no man's land. Um, and as I say, it, it leads to a great save by McLaughlin. We we really just whimper out. We're literally holding on to get to get to 90 minutes and get this game over and done with. And then Tav clears one off the line as well, <clears throat> um, right on the, the last kick of the last kick of the ball, really from a, a from a header from them. Ali, um, it finishes two 0 I think we're lucky to get out at only two 0 There is just Geo for me, mate. I, I don't want to. Again, that is singling some doubt. Geo's is just so wrong tonight. It's, it just didn't work. And the, the amount of time that it took to change, and even when he changed it, it was still the same shape. So it was like like-for-like like changes, and I'm like, you're not going to get any result from that. Look, I'm not a manager or a tactician by any manner, but 
we've seen this before, and it's like you have to do more. I know it's only half time in a tie, and I, I know it's only two 0 We, I mean, we could turn it round, but if we're going to line up like that at Ibrooks, I just don't see it. No, need big changes at Ibrooks. I mean, to me, we need to go for it. Hopefully, Ryan Kent's fit. We don't know where Alfie is in terms of his fitness. If if he's got sixty minutes in him, I'd play him. He will be um, injected up to his eyeballs with coffee, yeah, mate. Trust me, well, he'll play. <laughs> I'd play him. Um, yeah, we need to go for it next week. They don't fear me that team, which is bizarre to say because they've beaten us two 0 and they could have possibly beaten us three four 0 tonight, which is bizarre to say. But they didn't fear me, and it's similar to the Malmo game last season in the same round. It's the same thing. We all said the same thing about Malmo that we thought they were all right, but they didn't frighten us. And we see what happened to Ibrooks. So Rangers can do it in the second leg. They, they can do it, but they've not filled me with confidence in the, the last two games I've seen them at all. Um, they need Obviously, we'll be there and we'll back them, but they need to come to the party as well, some of these players. And they need to have a hard look at themselves tonight, some of them. Because that, that was pathetic tonight. It really was pathetic. Um, but yeah, like you say, it says half ten, Carney. If that if they score one at Ibrooks, to me, he's dead. I can't. Yeah. I just can't score. See, he's scoring three. Um, but it's still alive. But it shouldn't have got to this point. It should not have got to this point against an average team without being disrespectful to them. And I know their fans may have slaughtered us and say that this and that, like the Malmo fans did, but. I did think they were average, which is bizarre because they've beaten us 2-0. But they didn't strike fear into me. And we can play a hell of a lot better, Rangers. We can, but we need to show it next week. And if we don't, we don't deserve to be anywhere near Champions League, Europa League, or that other, the other one is the conference. But it's pathetic yeah. tonight. It really is pathetic. Yeah, it's not as it it pathetic, mate. It's not, it isn't good enough, even in the even in the slightest. One thing's for sure, Ryan, we'll struggle to play worse than that. I'm not going to say that. I can't, I, <laughs> I can't tempt fate with that because, like I said, I, I texted a few people as well after the game on Sunday and they were just saying about my reaction to the game. And I just, Sunday's first half worried me because I think you can be off it and you can be. Just after pre-season, but there just there was just something about Sunday's first half performance. I thought nah, there's a, a lack of intensity in that team, and you should not have a lack of intensity at this stage of the season. You should be flying out the traps at this stage of the season. And that's a concern for me. It is. I am worried that again, negative again. So I'm going to go. I'm just going with it because I'm telling you what's in my head. I'm worried the damage is done this evening. It's very. I totally agree with Ali that it feels like the Malmo situation. Yes, Rangers, without a doubt, have a 2-3-4-0 performance in them. They can do that. I am worried that the damage is done and it's a carbon copy of this Malmo and that we are we're just not there yet. If it was October, November, I would be so confident in thinking Rangers can turn over a 2-0 a against a lot of teams. Like last season, because I would have fancied it, especially well, you think that Leipzig game, we were flying at the time. So, yeah. I just think there's a lot of work to do. I think Gio's got a lot of work to do. I think he's got a lot of reflection on his tactics um, because he got it wrong tonight. And you know me, I'm pro Gio. I, I'll always back him, but he got it wrong tonight. But the players didn't step up either. There's just a collective from us that cannot happen next week. He needs to get his tactics right. 
his team selection right and players need to step up or we will go out. Yeah, collectively, I think you're right. Every single one of them, every player, every uh, the manager, sorry, has to they have to take accountability for this because they've they've let themselves down tonight with that. It's just, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it was just terrible. None of it was enjoyable at all. I can't really find a positive in it, apart from the couple of flashes um, that we've seen from Tillman. Apart from that, there is nothing. There's absolutely nothing in that game. Uh, and Ryan, before we go, you did you did say um, about this team going long periods of time without testing the goalkeeper. That keeper was tested twice in the first 15 minutes of that half from, I mean, a free kick that he probably should save from Borna is a good save. And the one from Sands is routine. And I think Tillman actually has won as well around that same time. Apart from that, mate, he did nothing the rest of that game. No, it's a, it's, it's a horrible combination that Rangers have got just now. And it is early in the season, but it needs to be addressed. It needs to, it needs to stop abruptly. Starting on Saturday, this not chat, not testing the goalkeeper. And when you go the long periods of time, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. If you go long periods of time not testing the goalkeeper, the chances are you're going to get caught out the other end and then your back's up against it. We've seen it with Rangers, this Rangers team so often, and it's why it's why they've not got a lot of league titles in the bag in the, in the past few years. And they need to put that right eh, because it isn't only going forward that's a concern for me at the moment. But players will need to settle in. Yilmaz, for me, is a left-back going forward. I don't see Borna Barisic anywhere near that first first eleven, And I'm even talking that Kuna South game at the end of the month. I don't want to see him at left-back. I want to see this boy get a proper run at left-back and settle in. And the new signings will get time. And I'm confident they're the, the right signings. I'm no geo. I've bought the right players, but they need to get up to speed quickly. Unfortunately, the pressure is on already. Yeah, Ali, it's really not fair to judge um, Yilmaz or Davies or based on that tonight. Um, they've came on to a, a, a pretty poor team um, performance as a whole. And even the changes that we made with Wright and Lawrence, I think that's a reflection of how wrong Gio got it. Because the only thing Tom Lawrence done when he came on was be frustrated and get booked um, because he just didn't have time to affect the game, really. That's really it. So... I think a lot of the criticism is probably going to come the team's way, mate, and maybe some of it will be over-exaggerated because you know how Rangers' Twitter can go, but there is definitely some elements of it that are going to need to ring true to these players and to Joe. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of changes this summer. There's a, there's a lot of new players in, like you say, a lot of boys that aren't up to speed. They'll get a pass for so long, but a lot of these boys need pulled aside by experienced members of the Rangers team, McGregor's, Arfields, Davis, and just have a wee word with them and just say, look, this is what it's about, playing with this football team. It's pressure for day one. A lot of these boys we brought in, um, your Lawrence's and that, they've played for Derby and that, they're never really, they're not under pressure in these clubs. And you come into the Rangers are a big club. I know we're playing a, a small league, but we're a big club in a small league and we're bang into big games to try and get into the Champions League. Um Tonight just simply wasn't good enough. It was laboured. A lot of players that have been there for a while, your Kamaras, your Jacks, that need to take a big responsibility tonight because it's not good enough. It's not good enough. But they have next Tuesday night to come back, these players, and show us. And I expect big changes on Saturday. I think you'll see these boys 
like Ryan's saying, Yilmaz at left back, Davies at left centre half, maybe Ryan Kent might be back, Thielman, bed them in more on Saturday for Tuesday coming up, because Tuesday is um, it's win or bust for Rangers on Tuesday. If we don't win, we go back into Europa League um, group stages, where we don't want to be, but is that our level, unfortunately? And it might well be the case. And it's disappointing because it's two cracks we've had at the Champions League. Made a complete arse here last year, let's be honest. And we're close to doing it this season as well. But they've got a big, big 90 minutes come next Tuesday, Rangers. Um, but I won't write them off because I think they can do it. Yeah, I think they, I think they can as well, mate. It's just not... Talk about giving yourself an uphill battle. Um, <laughs> that's that's what tonight is for sure. Um, a thankless task tonight. Um, Ryan, thank you very much, mate. Uh, we'll speak to you on Friday. We'll be back with club preview and your hosting, mate. Uh, maybe maybe cooler heads will prevail, mate. Yes, cooler heads will prevail, and we'll bring some positivity on Friday. I promise you that. Um, we're going to play know, a game. <laughs> Yeah, I've just have to take a we'll take a shot each at being positive. Listen, it's just Rangers haven't started the season off the way we wanted to. Um, yeah, I'm also a galley. I, I think they've got it in the locker. They can do it, but yeah, the concerns are there, obviously. But it's, I think as Ali makes a good point, there is a lot of change in that team at the moment, and Joe needs to get them up to speed quickly. Um, just so disappointing this evening, but it is half time. It is half time, and Rangers need to. Need to turn that around next Tuesday, but yes, I'll go to my bed and cry now, and, and that'll be it. Yeah, it's never, never an enjoyable podcast. These ones, anyway. Ali, cheers, mate. Uh, you on Friday? Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be here on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> it's good to be back on the podcast after we're on it the last two times. <laughs> yeah, and after one of this one, so Scotia got a right good out of jail card tonight. He was away down the road, so. I don't know what podcast he's listening to tonight, but it definitely isn't us or any other Rangers <laughs> podcast. But um, no, I'll be here on Friday and um, we'll just need to gear up for the game on Saturday. That's all we can do. We just need to motor forward. Yeah, yeah, that's that, mate. That's all we need to do. Just look forward to Saturday now. Yeah, not the not the performance or the result we were hoping for tonight. Uh, I think we were all crying out for just getting the tie back to tiebrooks alive I suppose um, the, the optimist in you will say the tie is still alive we are two goals down two goals gets us to back to nil now if you like but yeah there's, there needs to be improvement in the performance or we will not get anywhere near that so thank you for tuning in if you did and you've lasted this long to the end of the podcast you either support a different club than us or uh, you wanted to feel what we were you wanted to feel what we were going to say about the whole thing but yeah we'll be back on Friday as I say no club deck corner this week just do it the way the games are playing I did mention we'll be readjusting things slightly as we figure out what European competition we're going to be playing in uh, but yeah for tonight um, thank you for tuning in please do like the video subscribe to the YouTube channel give us something a wee bit to feel good about by just dropping us two wee clicks. That would be magic. And we'll speak to you on Friday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network.